0: Previously on monogamy. You know, Sam, uh, people think uh, tie making is just a matter of cutting and stitching small bits of colorful cloth together, but it's actually much more
1: involved than that. Hmm. <laughs> this way, okay?
0: And so, my fellow Canadians, that is why we must fight for our Judeo Islamic Christianic beliefs and defeat the monsters of Easter Island. Oh. Well, who are all you guys? The board of directors <laughs> or something? <laughs> Say, that guy over there sort of looks like Adolf Hitler. <laughs>
1: and hey, aren't you the Pope? Oh, it's not our place to interfere in the nature of things. Dad, it's me, Ella. Oh, Ella, I'm one of your many children. Remember, I moved away to make something
2: of myself.
3: Didn't work out, huh?
2: Officer! Officer! Something
3: really terrible has happened! Let me guess. Your soccer ball got run over by your next-door neighbor's Vaughn. No! An alien spacecraft landed on our campsite and crushed our best friend's tent!
0: Monogamy. Town of mystery. Town of intrigue. Town of the first known glass-walled abattoir. Come for our hamburgers, stay for the slaughterhouse display every evening at sundown. Yes, there's something for everybody in monogamy. Welcome to Episode
3: 3. I know what a lot of you must be thinking. That last scene in episode two where the police refused to listen to the kids about the aliens kind of got out of hand. Well, with policemen threatening to shoot innocent children and all. But hey, who knows what kind of grudge the monogamy cops have against Lewis Vesterberian. You know, that kid that's wandering around in a daze. It could be that someone vaguely like him tried to get on a streetcar at the monogamy G20 summit or something. And those tents of theirs... Is that all part of some Occupy monogamy thing? Cops gotta be careful, or so they tell me. And this upcoming fight with Easter Island is starting to make everyone nervous. Like here, at the Double D Diner in downtown Monogamy, where the owners, Dwayne and Daryl Drindle, are busy slinging hash while their customers bicker about the war.
2: I'm Well, I say it's about time. Let's get it
3: on. Now, hold on there, Customer One. We ain't got no business fighting the Easter Islanders. You're way off base, Customer Two. I, for one, intend to fight those dirty, big-headed bastards right to the end. And so does Customer Three. Ain't that
1: right, Customer Three, near the
3: back?
2: Right on! to the heads,
3: That's what I say. Can't you idiot see that's all just a ploy to divert our attention away from the real issue? The economy? Who cares what the reasons are? The fact is, we're
1: at war, and I support our troops. Not like customer two.
0: I hear that recruitment isn't going
1: very well. Hey, you. You're just a background voice. You're not allowed to say any actual lines. I'm sorry. Shit, now he has to get paid more. Alright, who's got 95 bucks? Come on, folks. Pony up.
3: I'll kick in 20.
1: Here's 40 from me. Ah, Here's 35. That makes 95. Okay, here you go. Now don't do that again.
3: I'm
0: really sorry.
1: Oh! Oh, Give me some more money.
0: Hi, folks. Sit anywhere you want. Thanks, pal. Come on, Ella. Let's sit over here by the window.
1: Gosh, Sam, listen to everyone arguing. The town is so divided over the war. Now I don't know whether I should enlist or not.
0: Well, oh, what would you rather get? A cold bayonet and the guts or a cold shoulder from your old man again?
1: I'm so confused.
0: Well, look, let's just order, okay? I'm going to have the barbecued pork.
1: Well, that sounds good. I'll have it, too. Then maybe after we finish our lunch, we can go for a walk and then and maybe go to the zoo. I'd like to buy some curtains.
2: Everybody here sure is getting pretty excited about the war, Dwayne.
1: I uh, know, Daryl. You know what? After we close the diner, I'm going to head down there and sign up, too. Are
3: you nuts? You don't know anything about fighting. You'll just get yourself killed.
1: I can, too, fight. I'm pretty good with this here knife, and I'm really good with forks. Watch this.
3: Now look what you did. You hit Miss Forklift, the girl on the neckwear picture calendar. I really liked her.
2: Okay! Everybody put your heads in the air. I'll blow all your fucking heads off. This is a robbery. Hi, Bob. Oh, hi, Dale. Hi, Hi, Bob. Bob! Hi, folks. Hey, Dwayne. What's the matter with Dwayne, Dale? We had a fight. Stupid head here wants to enlist and fight the Easter Islanders. Me, too. That's why I'm robbing you this morning. I need 25 bucks to pay the enlistment fee. Well, then, you're just as crazy as he is. Anyway, I don't have enough cash in the till. Well, how much you got? $8.75. How long have you been open today? We opened
1: at 9.30. Oh, I thought you opened at 6. Well, we changed that in November after Grandma died. Oh, hell.
2: Okay, uh, give me the 8.75 and uh, can I borrow a 20 from one of you guys? Yeah, here you go, Bob. Well, oh, thanks, Dwayne. Hey, can I have a glass of water? I'm, I'm really dehydrated. This mask is really hot. Sure thing, Bob. Here you go. Well, it looks kind of red and dirty-like. What's that floating in it? I thought you said you were thirsty. Well, yeah, uh, I am at that. <laughs> oh,
1: my God, what's happening with Bob? Sam, what's the matter with that criminal by the counter?
0: Sorry, Ella, I can't talk with you. I'm daydreaming right now. I'm dreaming I'm getting an award.
3: And so, for creating a tie that catches vomit and other bodily spills, Sam Toad is awarded the Nobel Prize in Science. Ladies and gentlemen, the spillage tie. Thanks,
2: thanks, everybody. It was nothing, really. I got the
0: idea in a restaurant where this guy was puking and bleeding all over the place. Oh no, wait. That's happening right now.
1: Oh, wake up, Sam! Wake up! Oh, we have to get out of here. There's a horrible contagious disease happening.
2: Let me out of here!
1: Hey, Bob! Wait! You forgot your money! Guess he's excited about signing up. Of course, it could be all that blood
3: that's coming out of his face. Listen, Twain, I've been thinking. If enlisting is what you want to do, then you go enlist. In fact, you know what? I'm going to sign up with you. We Drendel's got to stick together. Well,
1: thanks, Daryl. I appreciate that. I really do. Hey, did you try some of that barbecued pork I got this morning? It's some
2: good. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious, all right. Where'd you buy it?
1: I didn't have to buy it. I found it in Frank Van Keeken's van out near the highway this morning. The truck looked all burnt-like. Nobody was around, and I was worried that the meat might rot in the sun, so I took it. Some things you are smart at, Dwayne. I'll give you that.
3: (laughs) Well, ain't that a kick in the head? Looks like something evil is swimming about in the monogamy water supply. And it was never that great to begin with. Last week, I turned on the tap and a bone came out of it. Why don't we take a look at what's happening down at the monogamy high school? That's where the recruitment driver's set up shop. And the lineups are full already with monogamites champing at the bit to get a crack at those lousy Easter Islanders. Morning, Sergeant.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Major. You're too late. We're all full up. Yes, very funny, Sergeant. You know what else is funny, Sergeant? No. You getting down on the floor and giving me 20! Oh, come on, sir. I was just having fun. Yeah, no, I want to have some fun. Give me 20! <laughs> Can't believe this. This is the best recruiting station the Army can get. A dilapidated high school gymnatorium? God help us all.
1: Uh, That was only ten bucks an hour.
0: What are you doing down there, Sergeant? Get up right now. Yes, sir. Judging by the size of the lineup outside, I figure we'll have this wrapped up in no time. Boy, if we can hit 50 recruits by lunch, we might even try to get some golf in at that weird-looking course out by the reservoir. I don't know, sir. Did you get a good look at some of these people? Well, we're not exactly looking for Superman today, now are we? It's 9 a.m. we better get started. Go bring in the first recruit.
2: Yes, sir. Okay, you. Let's go. Move it. Have a seat. Okay.
0: So, you're Dwayne Drindle? Uh, No, sir. I'm Daryl. Says here you're Dwayne. Okay. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, here you are. uh, Daryl. Oh, so who's Dwayne? Your brother? Okay. Well, is he or isn't he? What? Your brother. What about him? Is Daryl Drindle. your brother? No. Who's Daryl Drindle? I am. I see. So Dwayne is your brother. Okay. Is he here with you today? Who? Daryl. I'm Daryl. Look, maybe this would be less confusing if we interviewed you both at the same time.
2: Well, that's a good idea, sir. I'll go get him.
0: What time is it now, Sergeant? Uh, 11.30, sir. What? It's been two and a half hours since he went to find his brother? Yes, sir. You fell asleep. Uh, maybe I should go see where he is. Oh, good idea, Sergeant. Thank you. Here they are, sir. I found them. They were out back eating something from a can. It's now one o'clock in the afternoon. My God, what is going on here? Both of you, have a seat.
1: Where the hell were you? I was outside.
0: I was talking to Dwayne. I'm Dwayne. Okay, look. Which one of you is Daryl? I am. All right then. At least we got that straight. Now, it says here, one of you lives at number four East Third Street, and the other lives at number three West Fourth Avenue. That's he does. him. Sir, it's 4.15. We really had
1: better interview some other people now. It's almost closing time.
0: 4.15? How the fuck did that happen? Fine, whatever. Bring the next applicant in. This is Father O'Malley, sir. Father O'Malley. So, Father... Why do you want to go to war? You're a man of the cloth.
1: I like, know, but it's about shame someone stood up to these damn easties. It would be best if we could save their souls, of course. But barring that, I say, frag them motherfuckers with extreme prejudice. Amen. Next. Uh, this is
0: Gordon Jenkins, Major. Your name is Jenkins, is that correct? Come on, come on, pick up, pick Jenkins, up. are you talking on a cell phone? Uh, yeah, sorry about that, Major.
3: It's important, but, uh, uh, th- yeah, that's right. Uh, Jenkins is my name. Hey, Phil, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you got my message. Yeah, man, I- I'm down at the recruiting station right now. Age? Uh, 32. Uh, I don't know, uh, about an hour, I guess. Shoe size? Uh, size 10. Uh, yeah, sure, I can meet you at Molly's. Religion? Uh, I'm a Protestant. Uh, no, Phil, the doctor says that's all cleared up. But I'm telling you, I can still feel them out of my skin. Well, I I don't know, but as far as I can tell, they only come out during the night. And then they crawl back in by morning.
0: Next. Why is this man wearing a ski mask, Sergeant? says his name is Bob Criminal, Major. Bob Criminal, huh? So, Bob, what do you have to say for yourself?
2: Put all your fucking money on the fucking table!
0: Jesus Christmas. Okay, Sergeant, it's been three days of this hell. Counting the guy with the little dog in his mouth, how many recruits do we have now? Uh Four. You better not be including the Siamese twins. Okay, two. Well, only time can tell if the Army will find enough good men in monogamy. The Pump and Weasel, monogamy's only gay bar, has plenty of them, I can assure you. And I sure hope this horrible disease doesn't get out of hand. Not like when half the town died in the great pink eye outbreak of 65. For the answer to these largely hypothetical situations, be with us next time for Monogamy, 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 Monogamy. Monogamy.